Good news, ladies and gentlemen. The next episode of the Brent and Sky Show will have significantly better audio quality. I purchased some equipment to replace what broke, but I am still waiting on a micro SD card to come to actually be able to use it. Next week, we will sound better back to our usual quality, and we thank you for your patience today. Sound okay? Oh, wow. I didn't hear you for a second. What? Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Great. So we've got one more week in this weird uh, recording situation, and I can, like, hear my, uh, uh, I can hear my refrigerator buzzing behind me, so that's going to be fun to edit out in post. Lovely. Are you in the closet? No, I'm not in the closet. That's just because I don't have, um, we're not in the regular setup. (laughs) Oh, that's right. That's right. Forgive me. Forgive me. I bought a new recorder, and it did not come with a little place in micro SD card. So I had to order another and it's just not here yet. Oh no. Wow. I, um, this is random, but I used to date a guy who would record his music in the closet or whatever. He was a weirdo, but anyway, it's good recording. It is. You've got all those clothes hanging there to bounce off any echoes to absorb the echoes. Exactly. Like here, I'm in a a very echoey room. Oh my, where are you? Um, The living room. Well, we haven't uh, done a podcast. Well, we haven't talked in a couple of weeks, but how have the last couple of weeks been? Yeah, I know. We haven't done a regular podcast in four weeks. That's crazy. How long it's been, yeah. Uh, So I guess the most recent thing was Thanksgiving. My dad came here for Thanksgiving, and we went to my aunt's house. Did you have fun? uh, Yeah. We had some delicious food, played a bunch of games. Uh, We've got this big store here in Austin that's only open for Christmas time, and it's called the Blue Genie Art Bazaar. It's like a market for local art. Fun. That's a really cool place. So we... Went there, and when we walked in the front door, the person said, do you have a reservation? <gasps> We're like, what? No, we don't have a reservation. None of the – there are billboards all across town. There were no signs, nothing anywhere saying anything about a reservation. Uh, but apparently they're limiting store capacity to reservations only this year. So we didn't get to go. I Dang. went last year. With no reservation. Well, obviously, LOL COVID. Um, well, my Thanksgiving was not good. I, um, yeah, we ended up not getting to go on our trip, and I was really sad about it. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but I like to be out of town, and I was just, like, super antsy the whole time. So I started getting in my head that I was going to start making people things for Christmas. So um, I started doing that, which was therapeutic because I really wanted to be out of town. Um, but I just wrapped your gift. So I'm really excited to give it to you when I see you in real life. Yeah. I'm very proud of it. So yeah. Well, good. Anything else you've done in the past four weeks? Yes. So I, I've been slacking on my reading, but I today actually, cause I had some downtime at work. I read The Babysitter by R.L. Stein, and I mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoyed it. That was a really fun read. You'd love it. It was just very, I mean, it's very trite and YA, but it was so great. It was so much fun. I love it. Yeah. Do you read a lot of that? Yeah. Yeah. The only YA book I've read in forever was uh, 
what's it called? The Silent the Scream? Scream. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I well, read Common Sense by Thomas Paine this week. <laughs> what is that? It's a it's a book. It was written in 1776, and it's about oh. why we should uh, leave Britain. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was just falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I read. Jeez. Well, I've been reading a lot of other stuff. I just, I don't know. Like, I'm feeling kind of sad lately or whatever. So I was like, I just need to read some, like, really, like, fun, low-key books. So that's what I did. And I was like, you know, I was, like, upset because I got a phone call. And I was like, no, I've got two pages left. Like, I don't know what happens to, to whatever the girl's name was. I can't even remember. Jenny. I was like, I got to find out what happens to Jenny. Like, so I don't know. I've just been trying to read things and do things that make me happy. Um, I've been re-watching the show Girls on HBO, which I watch religiously. And, you know, I've just been trying to get through the holidays because work is real busy and my brain is real busy and I just want to lay down all day long. Well, I realized that I came here without any conversation topics or knowing what we were going to talk about today. <laughs> That's totally okay. I was going to talk about dating during the pandemic. Okay. I would love to hear you talk about <laughs> dating during the pandemic. <laughs> okay. So dating during the pandemic is one of the most bizarre things. I have not dated anybody in a very long time because I went through this whole like self-esteem issue where I felt really bad about myself. And I was like, why am I not good enough for these people that I really like? And so... What a sad story. So a couple of weeks ago, I was like, let's let's just go on Bumble. Let's just do it. And first of all, it's like, what is what can we really and Bumble's a dating site. Um, but it was like, what, you know, I don't know. It was like one of those things where it was like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't it's a pandemic. What are we gonna do? Like go to the movies because that is like a thing of the past. Um, like I said, the last movie I saw in theaters was Jojo Rabbit, which came out last year. Anyway, um, so I went on a date uh, with one guy who was super nice. And we went out a couple of times. But I just I don't know, it just felt weird, especially being the pandemic. But it was just a nice thing to like go out and, you know, like do something. But at the same time, it was like a false reality, I guess. Um, but he was really nice. We just didn't really have like the spark or whatever. And I don't know. I feel like I can be very overbearing sometimes because I'm just kind of like all over the place. Okay. I mean, I have a freaking Cupid doll in my kitchen and he was probably like, well, what is happening? Ew. It, ew. <laughs> no, my friend, my friend or our friend Caroline said that there's a restaurant in Ohio that I can't remember what it's called. It may be called like Cupid burgers or something. And it smells like baby powder in the restaurant. And I just think that's hideous. But, um, but I only yeah, knew I, what that was from a Tennessee Williams play from college. There were, there were Cupid dolls in the background. Oh Cupid dolls are so freaking cute. I, I bought one at oh. a, um, this weird like thrift store at, um, in Chicago. And it's like 10 inches, man. It's a huge little, she's, it's kind of a little chunker, a little chunky, chunky baby, but I'm proud of it. But I, I just like, that's not most people's cup of tea, I guess. You're but it like was fun. Uncanny Valley creepy. I don't know. I expect them to be like haunted. <laughs> like all of them are going to like wake up to you with their little bashful smile and start stabbing you in the middle of the night. Right. And for those of you who don't know, a Cupid doll is like, I guess they're made in China and they've been around forever since like the fifties or whatever. And they're like little babies with pointy heads or they're not like real babies. They're like plastic baby dolls. I mean, obviously pointy... they're dolls. They're real babies. <laughs> 
and they have pointed heads and they are naked. I mean, they're little naked babies and mine has its arms permanently like in a shrug. So it's like, is today going to be a good day? I don't know. (laughs) I will put one as the artwork for this chapter in the podcast. Sure. I can take a picture of mine if you want. (laughs) Oh yeah. Please, please send it to me. I'm going to have chills. (laughs) But, But yeah. So I was like, maybe, you know, and at first I was like, well, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed by my stuff. And then I was like, if this guy has a problem with it, then he definitely has a problem with me because I can't hide what I like, you know? And that's something I've learned as I've gotten older. You can't hide what you like. Like if you like Cupid dolls, you should like Cupid dolls. You know, I have a space doll that I'm very <laughs> proud of that I bought from this. Don't judge me. My friend Justin's screaming right now, listening to me talk about this. But we went to a doll show a couple of years ago in Huntsville, Alabama. And if you're local and you like dolls, it's where it's at. Okay. I mean, they have they have um, brandy dolls, like brandy from Moesha. They have like all kinds of stuff, like stuff you've never dreamed of. And this lady was selling this space doll. Um, she the doll's name is Honeymoon, and she's like from a comic book. And she is so cool. And she's from 1965 and she watches me sleep. I'm looking at her right now. Hello. And um, I've had her for the last three years and she's literally my favorite. And my friend Justin said, you know, when that lady dies, the one who sold it to you, you know, that that lady's going to inhabit that doll. I know. Your apartment is just filled with haunted dolls. (laughs) You've got like creepy, like smiling, grinning children staring at you from all across across your apartment (laughs) I mean I'm lonely okay (laughs) just kidding but back to what I was saying I just realized like I like what I like and if somebody has a problem with that like they can just get over it like one of my guy friends his name is Wes uh he came and spent the night and slept on my couch one time and I have this painting it's like an oil painting of Vampira that I did not do. And he, I like walk in in the morning and he looks at me and he's like, these eyebrows, they bother me. It's like, I'm sorry, but I don't know. It's just like dating is so bizarre, but you have to like be yourself. But during the pandemic, it's made me like, I feel like I'm more myself than ever, but I also don't really want to date anybody. I just want to live free with my guitar. Okay. Thank you, Roger. <laughs> Listen, I've never been to your apartment, but I can't get over how scary it sounds in there. Oh my gosh. Well, you you have 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 other things staring at you. I have. Okay. Well, I have a painting that my friend Katie drew of me, which I love. Of you. Of me. Yes. Okay. So you're staring at yourself. (laughs) Basically everything's staring at me. And then there's this really wonderful artist named Sydney Heck. From who uh, went to Montevallo with me, and she you know she I, went to high, she went to middle school and high school with me. She rode my bus. That's right. Of yeah. course, she's super cool. I have one of her, I have several of her art pieces actually because they're very unique. And then I have a painting of two vampires uh, moon bathing. Um, yeah, and then okay. I have a lot of like signed autograph pictures. And then this local artist named Delaine Derry, she. Has I have a lot of her artwork too, and then I have like a lot of spooky, weird, gothic stuff, and then I okay. have lots of. The, are, are there how many uncanny children are giving you strange looks? <laughs> I mean, well, right now, okay, well, I have a Lydia doll from Beetlejuice, and she's next to my Wiccan candles, and she's. I don't know right anything now. about these dolls that you've been talking about. I don't know what a Moesha is. Have you never seen? Have you never seen Beetlejuice? I've I've never seen Beetlejuice. I'm sorry, Sky has left the chat. 
I remember the cartoon show on Nickelodeon or whatever. Or whatever. Um, so I have Lydia, who's in Beetlejuice, played by Winona Ryder. I have a doll of her, and she watches me sleep. And she's next to my collection of Wiccan candles. Okay. Well, that sounds like a fun, just like happy, not creepy place to be at all. Yeah. I have a mermaid painting in my bathroom, too. You're going to turn into Old Widow Walker. I am. I am a Old Widow Walker. Because I don't wear, well, I was going to say I don't wear granny panties. But, you know, you never know. Well, not Ed. I mean, you're not 110 yet. I mean, I do live by myself. I do repulse men, and um, I do have a lot of dolls staring at me at this very moment. And you did decapitate your husband. I did. <laughs> what husband? <laughs> <laughs> I've ever told you about this, but um, I have I told you about my collection of yearbooks. Uh, are, of your yearbooks or no, other no, no, people's no, 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 yearbooks? No. Other people's yearbooks. Are, are these like thrift store yearbooks? Yes. So this is crazy, <laughs> but yeah. it's crazy. But so years and years ago, one of my favorite movies is Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and I don't know if you've seen that or not, but you need to. It should you be know, on the list. You know, I haven't seen anything. You know my answers now. I know the only movie you've seen is like Up and Coraline. Anyway. Um, so basically the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High was made in 1980 and Cameron Crowe, who wrote and directed it basically back in the late seventies, he posed as a, as a high school student at 22 years old and went back to high school so he could like write this book and then eventually the movie. I have a copy of the book. It's incredibly rare to find. I like won it in an auction in like 15 seconds one time and I have it and I've read it. So is this I, this uh, Adam Sandler movie? I don't watch Adam Sandler movies. Was it no. Billy Madison? No. <laughs> he goes back to, to past second grade again? No, it's from 1980. But it's real. <laughs> no, Cameron Crowe really did pose as a, as a high school student in real life to try to like figure uh, out the whole thing. So it's pretty interesting. But that could never happen now because he would be like in jail. Um, but I <laughs> have become fascinated with the idea of finding the yearbook of the year that he was there and seeing if I can like figure out who's who. So mm -hmm. I have, I haven't gotten that year cause it was 1978. Uh, it's Claremont high school in San Diego, California, but I have several of the yearbooks and it's just so cool to look through and like wonder what these people's lives are like. And so I don't know. And like, if you are a writer or whatever, you can like look at these faces and like, it gives you more ideas of like characters cre to create. And I have, sure. I have a lot of, I have a lot of like signed yearbooks too, like by people I don't know, but, um, they're just like signed and they just, they mean so much because they don't mean anything to me, but at the time they meant so much to somebody. That's very interesting. I've never thought to look for yearbooks at the thrift store. Oh yeah. I'll have to send you, cause I have one, I have one from the fifties or the six, no, 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 from the sixties. And it's a, um, it's like a college, it's a college yearbook. And there was a man that I found in the yearbook that just had like this really sweet little face. And I looked him up and he had actually died in the Vietnam War, which I thought was interesting. Mm. Um, but there's an there's like a full out page in the back of the yearbook to this woman named Phyllis. And the woman like goes on and on about like them like smoking cigarettes and like doing nasty stuff. And it was, and it was like the 60s. It is the it is the dream. I love it. 
So just like reading about different people's stories is so cool. I have a Claremont High School yearbook with Chris Jenner in it, which is kind of crazy. Okay. Which is crazy, but yeah, it's so great and so much fun. And um, I don't know, there, it's like a different world. There's this YouTube channel uh, that I watch sometimes called Brutal Moose. And oh. sometimes he goes to thrift stores and buys unmarked VHS tapes. <laughs> And then, like, sees what's on them. Uh, I imagine he has to buy, like, a lot of them to get enough content that's good enough for the YouTube channel. Yes. You know, I, I imagine most of them are just, like, nothing. But the, I always right. thought that was really cool. That is so cool. I just, I don't know. I love it because I feel like it's cool to see a different time where people just, they have the same issues we did, do, but they didn't have social media. They didn't have cell phones. I mean, it's just a really interesting concept. So I always thought, like, if I could go back to high school, like Cameron Crowe, like, what legacy would I leave? You know, I mean, I'd be the only 18-year-old with probably. But... <laughs> do you remember... Gullah Gullah Island. Um, do I remember Gullah Gullah Island? Benya Benya was where it's at. <laughs> do okay, okay, one step further. So you do know Gullah Gullah Island. Do you remember Benya Benya's Island? I, was that a show? Yes, it was a spinoff. No. Okay, so this was a spinoff show that was all about Benya Benya, and it had a bunch of other like puppet friends that he was with. They only made five episodes, okay, and they aired it twice. In one summer and then twice again in the next summer. And that's all it ever aired. I've done so much Googling online and I can barely find any references to this show existing at all. And I have it on VHS somewhere in my parents' house. There's like bins full of old like uh, tapes that we used to record TV with. And on one of those is Benya Benya's Island somewhere. And I, 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 I don't know where it is. I don't know if they've gotten rid of it, but I can't find it. I can't, I can't even find it existing on the internet, hardly. That is crazy. It's like, I don't know, this happened a couple of years ago. I read the synopsis for this movie, and it was about, like, this soap or skin product that made people into, like, mutants, um, as one does. And I've never been able to find that movie again. It's weird. It's, like, things that you remember that, like, I know that exists, but it's, like, does it really exist? I don't know. It's, like, the Mandela effect. Yeah, so there is a YouTube channel or a Reddit page where you can go and like try to describe something that you remember and people will try to help you remember what the thing was. Ah. And I've been on there two times for things that I can remember in my brain that I have no idea what they are and I don't I I, I don't know how to find them. One, I remember a animated movie that we watched in after hours in uh, at in elementary school and there were a bunch of little tiny bug people sitting around in a pond and it was like a uh, like a nice restaurant and there was a stage and there was a singer on the stage who had this is a little bug and he had two legs on both sides because he's a bug, you know, yeah. and he was singing this song. I put my pants on two legs at a time, just like everyone else, just like everyone else. And I, <laughs> and I, I cannot find this anywhere. Oh, my gosh. But I, I have that memory. And I went on to Reddit and no one else knew what it was either. People were like, it kind of sounds like Fern Gully. And in my brain, like it looks kind of like Fern Gully, but it, but that's not what it was. So I haven't been able to find the other one. In second grade, we did a Thanksgiving play 
yeah. one day when we were doing play practice, I was crying all the way through play practice. <laughs> okay. Brent, you cried? <laughs> Who would have thought? So I cried all the way through play practice. And that is because I had just had a talk with the principal. Okay. <laughs> so I had gone down the stairs and told our friend Carly, I said, last night I saw two boys kissing on TV. And that's all I said. And the principal called me in uh, from play practice and said, Carly said that you saw these two people kissing on TV yesterday. Is that all you told her? Because she seemed really upset. I was like, yes, <laughs> that's all I told her. And I like have this memory still of these two guys like leaning back in front of an old oak tree and in like lounge lawn chairs and then like reaching over and kissing each other. And I thought it was a music video. And I also went onto Reddit to try to find this. They were like, I don't know. It kind of sounds like an episode of Dawson's Creek. It does. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but and so and then one day I found a compilation of every gay kiss in, in Dawson's Creek and it's like this wasn't it I this is not my memory <laughs> so I don't know what I saw and also it's like I remember because we were working on that play then so like I know exactly the year it aired and whatever it was 2000 2001 something like that um, at that point, there had only been so many gay kisses on TV, period, right. at that point. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I thought I saw that. At least I told Carly that I saw that. <laughs> That's so funny. And then I got in trouble and cried Aww. all during play practice. I remember one time you just banged your head on the wall and started crying. I, I do that still. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I banged my head like like on the kitchen cabinet standing up and stuff. It hurts. Do you remember when we were when I was at Emily's birthday party when I think we were in like second grade or third grade and I like prank call phone called you? No, I don't. Because I like had a little crush on you back then. And I remember the girls were like, ha ha, call Brent. And so I called you and I was like, hey, Brent, bring some pizzas for us girls. <laughs> I'll never forget that as long as I live. And then I think you called back and you were like, sorry, I didn't come with the pizzas. I do not remember that at all. Well, it definitely happened. I do remember. What? I do remember Frank calling people with Sydney Heck one time. <laughs> How funny. At a party and we were dialing numbers that said boobs in the numbers. <laughs> and when people would answer, we would say, your phone number says boobs. <laughs> you know, once, I'll never forget this, because I prank phone calling, like, we're, now it's like, like, back then it's like funny, and now it's just like awful. Um, I had this person, speaking of that, I had this person a couple of weeks ago call and be like, <laughs> I just wanted to dial this number just to see. And your voice, it sounds sexy. And anyway, please call me back. And it was like a Brooklyn phone number. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I remember in middle school, one of my friends prank called the crisis center. And I remember thinking that was like the worst thing you could possibly do, even at the time. Like that's not, that's a serious thing. So I've, I've, I don't know, after that, I was like, prank phone calling is not that funny anymore. 
It was funny when all you had to say was your phone number says boobs. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my gosh. Or what was it? It was like, is Prince Albert in a can or whatever people used to say? I don't know. Oh, that's old timey. Yeah. I know. One time I, know. I called my dad and I just put on a fake voice and I, this was before caller ID. I, I was like, is your refrigerator running? And he goes, uh, you want me to catch it, punk? And I was like, it's your son. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Oh, yeah. I used to like, I love like calling people. And then I used to do that with my friends all the time, like putting on a fake accent or whatever. It's always so funny. But yeah, after so long working at a call center, you like hear like scam people sometimes. They'll like speak in two different like accents sometimes or they'll it's just weird how people are. I don't know. I have one more yearbook story that I think you will like, Sky. I don't know if I've told you this before. Oh my gosh, I'm prepared. Okay, this has happened here in Austin, Texas. Uh, I was working at Olive Garden, and uh, my friend, who I'm pretty sure listens to the show, Enrique, uh, he and another friend and I went to eat at Cheddar's one day. Nice. I I don't remember the other friend's name, and I feel so bad about this. We went back to her place and we were going to like, we had like a glass of wine and hung out. Then she's like, let's go through my old yearbooks. And she turned a page and she was like, all right, here you go. What do you see on this page? And we're like, oh my gosh, look at you. Look at you. You're so young. And she's like, okay, keep looking. And we keep looking and Taylor Swift is in her yearbook. Oh my gosh. And she was like, I was best friends with Taylor before she went all Hollywood. And we used to, I went to Cheddar's with Taylor too. We used to drive around singing when we got our driver's licenses and all this stuff. How funny. I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, I, that, that remind, it didn't remind me, but this reminded me of another yearbook situation. I guess I was a senior in high school. There was this boy who was a year younger than me. And I always thought he had a twin, always. And I would always think, well, I never see the twins together, but there's one of the twins. And the reason I thought this is because this poor boy has two pictures of himself in the yearbook, side by side. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny. (laughs) It's so sad, but I literally thought this poor boy was a twin for the longest time. And it was like, one of the pictures is like kind of out of focus and the other one's like far away. It's like, uh, oh, weird. my gosh. Yes. I was screaming when I figured that out. I was like, wait, he never had a twin. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I always wondered when I watched the scene of the office where Pam goes in Jim's bedroom and looks through his yearbook. Yes. And and he's in there. I'm like, is that like, uh, I can't. What What is the actor's name? John Krasinski. Yeah, I'm like, is that John Krasinski's like actual high school yearbook that they use as a prop? Or did someone, did some prop person like sit down and make a yearbook for, Who for the knows? show? Yeah, I've always I've wondered always, that. You but know, it, but like, it looks like him. It ha- they had to have gotten a picture of him. So why not just get the yearbook? Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Yearbooks are so interesting because they're a time capsule. But one of my favorite shows ever, I don't know if you've ever seen My So-Called Life, which I would totally recommend. Um, It's from the late 90s or like the mid 90s with Claire Danes and Jared Leto and Bess Armstrong. And anyway, it's so good. But there's a scene in it where the main character is like there it's around Halloween time and they're talking about this student who died in the fifties or whatever named Nikki Driscoll. And there's like a voiceover of the main character talking about how sad it is when people die young, because it's like, they're a vampire. 
and they remain the same age forever, basically in your memory. And so it's kind of interesting when you look at a yearbook or you look, I mean, even your own yearbook and it's like, everyone is like ageless. Like, it's not like you open up a yearbook and this person who's 70 now is 70 in the yearbook. Yeah. But none of those people are those people anymore. Exactly. I just think that's such an interesting concept. I don't know. Time. It's very like time capsules, really. This has been the Brent and Sky Show, a weekly podcast about growing up, but not too fast. If you like the show, remember to tell your friends and consider leaving a five star review on iTunes. You can find our show notes at Brent and Sky. That's S K Y E dot com. Yay! So I'm coming back to Birmingham. Yay. I'm coming for a long time because that's when flights were the cheapest. I'll be there 11 days. Wow. That is a long time. So we'll have to see each other's faces. Yes, for sure. And we may have to social distance because things, I don't know if you've read, I don't know if you've seen the news, but there's a lot. We're like spiking now at this point with COVID. So. But I would like to see you and record a podcast. You can. You can even come to the creepy apartment if you want. I'll see all the dolls you have staring (laughs) at you. And then just like the other guy, you'll never talk to me again. (laughs) And that will be the end of the podcast. Old Widow Walker. And people won't have to wonder if we died. (laughs) Plot twist, we didn't. (laughs) Plot twist, I died a long time ago. Oh, gee. That made me tinkle a little bit. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) My favorite is, are you prepared to poop your pants? (laughs) Are you prepared to poop your pants?